0: Welcome to the Battles We All Face podcast with your host, John Morris. It's time to survive and thrive in 2022, and this is what this show does. The only show that provides hope in times of uncertainty, providing real help to real people. Now let's get to work. It is all the journey that we are on. From the moment we wake up to the moment we go to bed, it is all a journey. You are not late, you are not early, you are exactly where you are meant to be at the exact moment that you are meant to be in. Too many times people come to me saying, John, John, I feel like I should be further on than where I am. To which I respond, why do you feel that way? And there's some people will say, well, I'm 36, or I'm 46, or I'm 56. I should be much further on in my life. And they get frustrated. And I simply say to them, do you know why you are not further on in your life than what you believe you are? And of course they come back and say, no. <laughs> and I say, because you, number one, are not grateful for where you are at, And number two, you believe you should be further on than where you are. When we are not grateful for what we have and for where we are, for all that we've endured and come through, then it means that we have yet to learn the lesson and truly transcend our past experiences. When we are grateful and we can look around and recognize and realize that everything in our life has had a lesson to teach us. Under every rock and stone, every blade of grass, every summer's morning, moonlit sky, bright, beautiful day, cold, wet, rainy afternoon, the scream of an upset child, a waitress who's perhaps being a little bit slow, a technical issue with a computer, a spouse is upset for no apparent reason. All of them had lessons to teach us. And when we can look back emotionlessly and be thankful for the lessons that we learned, we will transcend and we will move forth. I could liken life oftentimes to a video game You've got the big bad boss at the end, but in order to get to the big bad boss, you've got to learn many skills that may take 13 or 14 chapters for you to get from where you are to where you want to be. This past week, a young gentleman wrote into our Artist Heart show and he said, John, I'm a young artist starting out, but I lack confidence. Is there anything I can do about this? To which I responded, when we lack confidence, it means two things. One, we do not believe that we are yet ready for whatever it is that we desire to undertake. And two, that we value other people's opinions more of ourself than we do of our own opinion. Lacking confidence is a good indicator that you are still a student. You are still learning, you are still developing. When you no longer lack confidence, it does not mean that your study days are done. It just means you have transcended from being concerned about other people's opinions and viewpoints on life to be more concerned about what you think and how you feel. Prime example of this, I'm writing a brand new novel series I had never written a novel in my life. I could tell one heck of a story, but I had never written a novel in my life. And I think, had I broadcasted it, there would have been several people around me that instantly would have dismissed it, saying, no, you have no chance there, kid. You don't know how to write. You've got dyspraxia. You've got this weird blindness that goes on with your eye from time to time. You haven't got a hope in hex chance. And yet, I knew My purpose on this planet, at this moment in my time, was to write this book series, to reach people around the world, to help transcend people, to put seeds of hope for the hopeless, inspiration for the uninspired, and to reach millions of lives around the world. I knew it, I didn't even question in my mind, could I do this? Here's the funny thing, folks, and write this down. God may bring you to the well and show you your divine destiny and purpose, but you and only you can do the work. God is the creator. You are the maintainer. When we become aware of our need still to grow. This is a beautiful place to be. It keeps us as students. You always want to be the student, never the teacher. By my definition, what happens is a student is someone who continuously learns and studies and develops and goes far beyond any expectation of them. A teacher is someone who believes they know it all about a specific subject or enough just to get by. Enough to teach others. And they teach others. And they stop learning themselves. They stop growing. And the sad thing about it is, anything that stops growing, dies. It withers and dies. We are here on this earth to grow. We are here on this earth to thrive, to flourish, to experience life. Someone told you a long time ago that you were never meant to change. That is one of the only truths Here on earth And that is why when couples say to one another Oh I'll never change, oh I'll never change I said don't lie to each other <laughs> I said don't lie to each other and they said what do you mean? And I said well You're gonna change You're gonna get older Your hair's gonna change Your face is gonna change Your hair's gonna fall out Your face will become droopy Your bosoms will dangle to your knees, your testicles will fall to your feet. You'll get grey hairs in places that you didn't think were absolutely possible. Where once a six-pack layer will just become a smooth mound. Your bodies are going to change, but not only that, you as people are going to change. And if you go into a relationship, believing that you're not gonna change, you're starting out your relationship as a lie. It is all a journey. It's a beautiful, beautiful journey. Don't be afraid of change. You don't lose who you are because the you that you are is not the you that you think you are. You're a divine spirit having a temporary human experience. Over the last couple of years, I've gone through some pretty major changes in my own life. Many of which have taken my immediate family by shock and surprise. I no longer sit in church every Sunday morning and hand raised high. In fact, I haven't done that in many, many years. But I am the most spiritually awakened, divinely aware I have ever, ever been in my entire life. And I'm still learning. The reason that this is called The Great Journey is because I want you to know I am still learning. I don't sit there every single day in a wonderful state of bliss and awe. But here's the sad thing. When I don't sit there in a wonderful state of bliss and awe, or remaining peaceful and focused as to what I'm doing, I become distracted of the things of the world. Father Time on his wily steed just allows time to go forward and go forward and go forward then more and more and more of my life disappears when I'm not in spirit, when I'm not inspired, when I'm angry or frustrated. And that's the same for you. When you get so angry and frustrated, if you knew that every time you got angry or frustrated or wound up or upset with another person, or even yourself, that you were losing one, two, five, 10, 15 days, every single time out of your life, that you're robbing yourself of those days, you'd become a little bit more careful with how you think. For all of this begins as a thought. Everything begins as a thought. There is nothing that you can see, hear, touch, taste, or smell that has not come from a thought. Thoughts are powerful. And when you realise this, you become very, very careful of your thoughts. But a prime example of this was we were away in Edinburgh for the Fringe Fest on Saturday. It was a tremendous day. And I came back on Sunday, and because I was tired, and because certain conversations had gone on over the weekend and everything, I allowed myself to get really frustrated and upset, and what tends to happen is with me, it snowballs, whether it's because of mental health, whether it's because I don't stop it, whatever the reason, the reality is, the result is stress, upset, nervous energy, pains in the stomach, flares of colitis, who knows what else goes on. Every time you get angry and you lose your center, You steal your own life. You commit suicide in stages. I want you to close your eyes and I want you to imagine a 12 hour clock. And when the two hands are joined together, you are at your most central, you are at your most peaceful, you are at your most divinely aware, appointed place of being. When you start getting to the five pass, the 10, the 15, the 20, the 1, 2, 3, 4, every number you move from 12 takes you away from your divine nature, from your balance, from your center, from your source, from your focus, from the Holy Spirit and you become less and less of your true self. When you reach six, you're as far away from your divine self as you can possibly, possibly be. And it only goes one way. (laughs) That's the time that most people, most people, most people hit rock bottom and they start progressing back seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12. Back to their divine nature. If only we could hold that divine nature all of our lives and all of our being. And we can. That is the beauty of it. How we train our mind is the very thing that's going to indicate how successful our lives are going to be and i'm not talking about success as monetary or or financial or family what i'm talking about success is are you living a happy life that's success the money will come you can always make more money this past year i've literally become less and less worried about my life about uh, about money because i just trust that it's there we're doing everything right We're marketing, we're creating products, we're creating assets, we're investing, we're doing this, that, and the other. And you see it build, you see it start to grow. And you say, God, I believe in all my heart that my divine spirit is here for this time and for this purpose. I am fulfilling your calling, my Dharma, my place of being, my reason for being, I trust you to send me all the necessary people I will need to make this a fruition. See folks, you've got to ask yourself the question, do you see life as a random state of occurrences, circumstances, coincidences, or do you see life as being guided? The reason I ask this question is because if you see life as a random set of uh, circumstances and happenings and things. There is no help. You are by yourself. You are doing this all alone. Or at least you think you are. If you see life as you're being guided, you're being nudged in the right direction, the right words come, the right people come, amazing things happen then it means that you are not doing this alone. A lot of people get really uncomfortable by the name God. That is why I call God Divine Spirit, just to make it a little bit easier for you. But God loves you. Divine Spirit loves you. How do I know? Just look around, look around your world, look at the beautiful blue sky, look at the grass, look at the smile from people when you're out and about on the streets. It's so easy to get fixated on the negative, and guess what? If you get fixated on the negative, then all you're gonna attract into your life is more of the negative. So as a man thinks, so he becomes. I wanna translate that to as a person thinks and believes and focuses upon, that is what they're gonna attract into their life. Trust me, I know this from firsthand experience. My sister-in-law, I love her to death, I really do, but her and I reflect off each other, I think more than any two people I've ever, ever encountered. And there had been times in my life when I have felt this ecstatic and I couldn't wait to see. I couldn't wait until she came over. I couldn't wait for her hugs. I couldn't wait for, for her energy and for her to talk and everything. Because she tells some fantastic stories and she's just a beautiful human being. And there have been other times when I have been so thoroughly miserable that I did not even want to see her or extended family. I didn't want to see anybody. And guess what? In both instances, she reflected back to me the very energy that I put out. As you sow, so shall you reap. Or as Charles Stanley said it, we reap what we sow, more than what we sow, later than what we sow. I felt that anger, I felt that frustration, I felt that upset. And guess what? My darling sister-in-law would come over And she'd be angry, she'd be frustrated, she'd be wound up, she'd be difficult to be around, she's a teacher, she's got a loud voice. She'd be on a phone, she wouldn't want to engage. Because she could feel that energy. She is so perceptive. And she doesn't even know it. And a silly thing happened this past Saturday when we were in Edinburgh. I was holding my wife's hand and my sister in law standing next to me. And she reached into her pocket for something. And I playfully linked my arm around her. Because you know what it's like, you know, sometimes when you're a third wheel with a, you know, a married couple and my mother and father-in-law were there as well. And it can be really strange when you don't have anyone to hold on to. And just that small act of love, that small act of care, that small act of saying, hey, you're a part of my life. You're a part of our lives. It was a love that went beyond words and I linked her arm and we walked all the way up, the three of us, arm in arm, right up to the mile. And it was wonderful and the smile that was on her face was magic. It is all a journey and we are forever learning. And that's part of the beauty of it. You always want to be the student. You'll become the teacher naturally because you'll know all these things and you'll be able to share them with people. And it's so exciting and it is so magical. And I love it. And I have to train my brain every single day. As many of you know, uh, many years ago, I unfortunately had some uh, pretty serious uh, events that happened in my life. And they really reshaped my personality. But it has taught me so much. I had to go through all of that. I could sit there and be bitter and miserable and frustrated and angry and upset and all that negativity that we spoke of earlier on. Or I can realize I had to go through that. It had a divine purpose. It had something incredible to teach. And I now no longer look back. I take each day at a time, but I don't look back and say, oh, well, God, how could you allow that? How could they have done that to me? And I've been there, I get it. How could they have walked out on me? How could they have spoken and treated and bullied me in the way that they did? They only knew what to do at that point in their lives. and many times it can sound like a cop-out many times you know it can sound just so meaningless so empty but i think i'd rather that than raise all that negativity again because it is ugly it is ugly you know those people when they're so negative in their lives they've been hurt so much Nowadays I sit down with them, I say, would you like to change your life in literally, you know, 10 minutes? And some of them are at that point where they're so sick and tired of feeling miserable that they're like, yes, John, I would. And I say, right, we need to get you thinking differently. We need to change it around. And if you're sitting there right now saying, you know, I would love to have a change in my life, then I want to invite you to close your eyes if it's safe to do so. Come back to this recording when it's a more appropriate time. I want you just close your eyes and I want you to listen to these words. They were the words that were spoken to me by one of my teachers, a marvellous man by the name of Wayne Dyer. And over the course of the last two years, I feel that I have listened to so many of Wayne Dyer's teachings that I could almost read them to you ad-lib. And yet, I feel that I have still so much to learn from this incredible divine being who I love and I miss tremendously, though I never met him. Wayne would often talk about the mind, body, and spirit connection. And as our business is called mind, body, and soul, I naturally warm to him. I never met Wayne in the flesh, he died of leukemia a couple of years ago but I feel every time I listen to one of his lectures any time that I listen to his recordings I feel him with me, I feel him in me I feel him talking to me And that is now I know that our spirits go on. So if you are ready to change your life right now, I want you to close your eyes and I just want you to listen. None of this has been scripted. None of this is scripted. Not now, not ever. So whatever comes out, comes out. I know that I am Divine Spirit. I have the power within me to choose my thoughts, words, deeds, beliefs. If there is something in my life that is hurting me or hurting others, I choose to stop it right now. And I choose to impart a new belief, a new action, a new way of being. I am an amazing divine spirit having a temporary human experience. I have the power within me to attract all the love that I desire because I am love, even if you don't feel it. Change your thoughts and change your life. I know that I am here for a divine purpose. I am not here by mistake. I am here for a reason. I matter to my family, to my friends, to my divine spirit. I am God. I came from God, God breathed his life into me, and I am divinely God. With all powers and privileges that that brings forth. I am the inhabitant of a beautiful, powerful world that is divine and pure and filled with radiant energy. I am complete health, healing, abundance, wealth, prosperity, love, divine being, kindness, joy, faithfulness, patience, goodness, self-control, awe, wonder, I am all these things and all so much more. I am blessed on measure. I am thankful for the roof that is above my head. I am thankful for the floor that is underneath my feet. I am thankful for the socks I wear upon my toes. I am thankful for the shorts upon my thighs. I am thankful for the seat that I sit in, the microphone which I speak into, the computer which records all of this and provides an incredible way for me to teach people around the world. I am thankful though for the walls that support my house, for the paint that sits upon them for the door that keeps me warm, for the windows that keep me protected. I am thankful that I am divine light, energy, wealth, prosperity, guidance, and success. I am thankful for the successful life that I live. I am thankful for this day which changes everything. I am thankful for this day which changes everything. I am thankful for this day which changes everything. I am thankful for the divine being which I am. I am thankful that no matter what my external world may look like, my internal world is now changing and soon and very soon, my external world will change likewise. I am thankful for my divine purpose, my reason for being here, If you do not know what your divine purpose is, do one of two things, or perhaps do both of them. Ask God directly, what is my purpose of being here? What is it that you want to do? Or more simply put, how may I serve you? Secondly, your divine purpose is probably the very thing that you love and enjoy doing the most. For me, I like a variety, so I enjoy weightlifting, I enjoy writing, I enjoy painting, I enjoy doing these shows, I enjoy singing, I enjoy being with my wife, I enjoy being in my home, I enjoy decorating, but I know at this point in my life, my divine purpose is what I'm doing right in this moment. Trust that you are being guided every single moment of the day when a thought comes into your mind that takes you from where you are to where you want to be, write it down. These thoughts will come fast and furious, so write them down. Keep a notebook with you, keep the notes on your phone, write them down and watch as your life changes. Once you've written them down at the first possible moment of opportunity. Make sure to act upon it. If you're writing a book and a, and a chapter comes into your mind that you need to add, or a character comes into your mind that you need to add, do it. Do the work. You will not be sorry. If something comes into your mind or someone comes into your mind that you need to contact or that you need to do or whatever at the first possible moment of opportunity, make sure to do it. And remember, my friends, above everything else that you are a divine being having a temporary human experience. You are being guided, you are loved, you are cherished. You're loved enough for me to sit here on a Wednesday afternoon recording this to you from my home in Scotland to wherever you may be around the world. You are divine. Namaste, my friend. God bless.